Hey, it's Andrew, and I wanted to thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Did you know that you can subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast on Apple Podcasts or Pocket Casts or wherever you get your podcasts to have new episodes delivered to your feed twice a week on Wednesday and Friday? All you have to do is pick up your phone, navigate to your podcast app, and search for Door County or Door County Pulse podcast and click subscribe. If you're a longtime listener or if this is your first episode, we hope you enjoy the Door County Pulse podcast. Hello and welcome to One on One, a Door County Pulse interview series. I'm Andrew Clyden, and today I had the opportunity to talk to John and Amelie, the husband and wife duo behind 7,000 Apart, a Swedish-American organic pop band that is currently on tour. They're in Cleveland right now, but they're going to be up in Door County on Sunday at 6.30 at Fika Bakery and Cafe in Fish Creek. I reached out to them on the phone uh, and chatted with them about uh, their music and their meeting and all of that kind of stuff. And the interview was really great. They talk about their ongoing tour, their recently released album, their performances in Door County that are coming up, uh, like I said, on Sunday, but then also in August, uh, and a lot more. So enjoy, and uh, we'll jump into that right now. Hi, John, Amelie, are you there? Yeah, we're here. Hey. Awesome, cool. So why don't, we, why don't we start at the beginning and just introduce yourself for the listeners so that they know who you guys are and what you guys are up to. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so I'm Amelie. Uh, I'm mostly the singer. <laughs> and uh, and John. I'm John. And uh, I do a lot of the songwriting and like the foundation of the songwriting and then like guitar and piano. and Yeah, and together we have voice. a band called 7,000 Apart. Cool. How would you guys uh, describe your band? I know that uh, your kind of tagline is that you're a a Swedish-American organic pop band. Is that right? For sure. Yeah, exactly. So I'm originally from Sweden. Uh, John and I met in high school and uh, well, I was an exchange student. And yeah, and then we were apart for three years in a long distance relationship. And that is how 7,000 Apart got started as kind of like a YouTube project. And then uh, once we got married, we decided that we wanted to pursue music full time. And yeah, so we just kept the name 7,000 Apart and ran with it. Cool. Tell me a little bit about your background in, in music, both of you guys. Yeah, so for me, I grew up basically, my grandpa was a pastor of a church and my grandma was basically music coordinator for the church and she taught piano lessons and like I did singing and stuff like that and so I grew up around music a lot and was kind of forced to take lessons (laughs) (laughs) uh, at a young age on piano and uh, that kind of grew into I found out about rock music and that you could actually write your own songs and and that was like groundbreaking for me and so I kind of got introduced to all these new genres and um, just really wanted to do music from that point on. Yeah. yeah. And you started a rock band in high yeah. school and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. They were so There cool. were like other, other things, <laughs> ventures, but, um, but yeah, it ended up like meeting Amelie and everything. We really decided we wanted to do music together Yeah, and um, we've been doing it for the past three years. Yeah. And my background is just, I grew up, my mom is a voice coach and just like a singing teacher pretty much. So I was always around singers and I sang from when I was, you know, itty bitty tiny. And it was always something that I wanted to do. And when I met John and when we kind of just like 
talked about music. We felt very much the same about what, why we want to do music and what we want to achieve with it. So we really, we really connected on that. And uh, yeah, it like really pushed me to actually go for it. Cool. I'm, I'm really interested in the origin of the band because the story that you guys have is, is so cool that you both were, were young musicians. Uh, John, you had a rock band in high school and then you, you meet yeah. <laughs> in high school. Uh, start, start from your, start from high school. That, I think that's a great jumping off point. Tell me, John, what you were up to and then Amelie, what brought you to America and, and how you guys met? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So I was pretty much mostly invested in this rock band that I had in high school and like we were playing shows every once in a while and I was writing music for them and was kind of the main singer for that group. And then, uh, Basically, I met Amelie and I'm like, wow, she can actually sing. Like, I can't sing. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so we just started talking and we met in, in, actually in music theory class in high school. Which is very fitting. And, yeah. <laughs> so it was like a really, it was just kind of like meant to be, I guess. And we just started talking and started hanging out. And then we just realized we actually liked each other a lot and, <laughs> and uh, wanted to be more than just friends and um, so then after that, like my rock band basically had to break up because I was going to college in Kentucky, like in a whole Kentucky and, uh, Amelie was going back to Sweden. So it was just kind of like a really, I mean, obviously going to college in general is a rocky time in life. And, um, so I ended up going for media communications and like recording, Recording music, basically, and which helped when when we started that YouTube project because John yeah. was actually able to like put together the little videos that we did and like mix of music and stuff. Yeah, uh, and I had a mentor um, who basically uh, he was in a band called Audio Adrenaline, and I basically just like met with him weekly and asked him like how they got started and stuff like that, and got some opportunities uh, to intern places through the school too, and. Yeah, it really was a good foundation leading up to what we're doing now. Yeah. Amelie, tell me a little bit about what, what brought you to America and and, the, and your side of this. Yeah, for sure. So uh, I always heard like stories. My mom was an exchange student when she was in high school. So uh, that has always been really interesting to me. And it was a really great way for her to do music and to also like really develop her English. So she was, she's always like really comfortable with it. And that sounded like a lot of fun. <laughs> so I had decided like years before and then I, um, yeah, I just applied and got accepted and, uh, I had no idea where I was going to end up. I could end up in any of the 50 States and I ended up in Green Bay, Wisconsin. So like two weeks, um, before I was leaving, I found out that I was like where I was going to go. So that was super exciting. And yeah, it was a fantastic experience and not just, and obviously like John <laughs> was a big part of that, but like, besides that, it was a really cool way for me to also do a lot more music. I went to like a science program in Sweden. So like when I came here as an exchange student, I could take like all the music classes and, you know, be involved in the musical and the choir and stuff. So it was a lot of fun. So after after you guys meet and, and kind of, you know, start dating and stuff, were, were you doing music uh, together casually before Amelie went back to Sweden? 
Yeah, very as like kind of very little. Surprisingly, yeah. <laughs> we had like we really hung out most of the time. Like we were mostly boyfriend girlfriend. We were like talking about everything, and I think that was a fantastic like like Start, starting yeah. point for us because like that really brought us <clears throat> so close together, and not just in the way like as I said before, kind of what what we want to do with our lives and like how we think and how we perceive the world kind of a thing. And that's been like a great basis for like the songwriting and yeah. why we're doing music. In the and our relationship place. wasn't initially based really on music at all. No, <coughs> we just it was kinda, just a happy accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> happy coincidence that we both liked it. We both knew we kind of wanted to go into yeah. music eventually, but it wasn't yeah. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't like we started a band right away, you know? Yeah. John had his thing and I had my things. And it was more later when we were separated because we were apart for three years. And as you probably know, as most people know, like long distance is really hard. And having that thing to just like have something to talk about, have something to work for together, have plans, have kind of like a future feeling that's not just based around the relationship was really helpful for us. Yeah. So tell me about this YouTube project that you guys embarked on. <laughs> yeah. So it was, uh, it was called 7,000 apart as well. Yeah. So it really, we just started a YouTube channel, started Facebook and all that back in 2014. And, um, we were kind of not, super serious about it no all. but it was more for like um, our sake than like it wasn't like we thought we were gonna like blow up on youtube or anything but we just yeah so we just did like videos john would record like the piano part i would do the singing part and then we'd record videos and try to put all that together and it was super <laughs> complicated <laughs> and it yeah. took like weeks to just get like one video done and i edited in like iMovie and yeah. like powerpoint basically so yeah. it was like the not it wasn't the best quality, but it was definitely, it was, it was a really good start, I think. Yeah. So you guys are, yeah. are, are working on this project together and just more as a way just to stay connected to each other than, than anything else. When did you guys, uh, when did you guys discover that it had legs and that you wanted to turn it into a career? After we got married. Yeah. Cause we were kind of forced to, I was kind of forced to move to the U S we had kind of planned to like live in Sweden for a year and maybe like work, work a little bit before we kind of got into the music thing. We knew we wanted to do like music, but because of the refugee crisis in Europe, John's visa took too long. So I actually had to come to the U S and we kind of had to start like doing music right away, which was, I think really good. Yeah. I think like just a couple of weeks after we had decided, okay, let's let's keep going with 7,000 Apart, let's do this. Uh, we called a friend and just like, hey, do you know like you have any gigs like where we could play or anything? And I think we got a show within like a week. <laughs> and then we just took it from there and did like all the open mics we could find. And eventually we started like really properly like- Playing for money basically. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then it became kind of, started becoming more of a profession and it, yeah. it has, become more and more of that. For sure. Then. We've grown so much. And I mean, we just released our debut album. And I think that was such a big turning point for working, us. Yeah, working with a, an artist coach and a producer in Sweden. And like we had it basically help to be funded by a Kickstarter campaign as well. Yeah, so we've actually like gotten enough people that like us and like our music uh, so that they could help us fund that album which is extremely crazy yeah, yeah. <laughs> so so nice of them yeah 
why don't we take a break? And then when we come back, I want to talk about uh, what you guys have been up to now, the current tour that you're on and your performances coming up in Door County. Sounds great. Perfect. They called themselves the Stradivarius Builders of Sturgeon Bay because the guys at Palmer Johnson were artists in wood and metalwork, anything you imagine. They did it so beautifully well. The first fishermen came down the lake from Mackin Island, worked their way along the north shore of Lake Michigan, and they came because of the whitefish. The whitefish were abundant. In 1945, 2,000 German prisoners of war came to Door County and picked cherries for just one harvest season. Peninsula Filmworks is dedicated to telling the stories of Door County, past, present, and future. To learn more about the history of shipbuilding in Sturgeon Bay, to see how the cherry became a Door County icon, or to watch the peninsula's last remaining fishermen brave the waters to haul in thousands of pounds of whitefish daily, and the many other incredible stories produced with the Door County Visitor Bureau, visit doorcounty.com slash ourdoorcounty. Okay, we are back. So, guys, you you just put out your first album. Uh, is this your first tour that you're doing? Like your first official tour? I would say so. We've never had this many shows in this many places in like this amount of time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, for sure, I would I would call it the prop like our first proper thing. Yeah, for sure. Have you guys uh, done any of your gigs yet, or are those coming up? Oh yeah, I mean we got we just got we just got back from Sweden. We were there for seven weeks, and uh, uh, we just got back like two weeks ago, three two weeks. weeks ago? I don't even yeah, know. Two weeks ago, I think. And, and we've had we've seven had... gigs. No, six gigs. I don't no. even know. I think it's been like four shows so far, or five. Okay, uh, something like that. But we have we have basically like. Uh, I don't know, 26 shows coming up or something. And it's up until October, which is when we go back to Sweden again. <laughs> yeah. So it's a lot of like kind of a couple dates grouped together at a time and then a couple like days home and stuff like that. So it's not in the sense of like on the road for an entire month. No, we are going to be uh, home a lot. And it's a lot of Wisconsin dates, which is nice because then we can like sleep in our own bed, which yeah. is a good thing. Uh, but right now we're actually in Cleveland, which is crazy. Yeah, but at, at the same time, it must be exciting to be able to say that you are an internationally touring group, right? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you just have to play like one gig in a different country and then you can be like, oh, international tour. Yep. <laughs> John, uh, you have ties uh, to Green Bay, right? Do you Did you come up to Door County when you were younger or did, do you have any, any ties to the county at all? Yeah, actually, I grew up in Green Bay. My parents um, basically lived there from the time I was born. And um, yeah, we went up to Door County a lot. Like I'd say a couple times a year at least. And it was pretty much the vacation spot that my parents wanted to go because funny enough, they're like not really into traveling. <laughs> so like <laughs> Door County was like the furthest that they kind of wanted to go normally. And so, yeah, we were there a lot and I definitely love the fudge. Yeah, like we actually amazing. went there for our uh, honeymoon as well. Oh, yeah? Yeah. So we've been there like a couple of times since. So yeah, we we love we love yeah, Door County. <laughs> we're excited to be playing there more too, and it's just it's really fun. Yeah, so you guys actually have a concert coming up this weekend on Sunday at Fika Bakery Cafe in Fish Creek. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Yeah, is this going to be your first time playing in Door County? I think so. Actually, yeah. I think it's our first time. We've heard a lot about the music scene, but we haven't really gotten involved yet. So this yeah. is kind of a good step. Yeah. 
Yeah, and a perfect match, too, because this will be the first musical performance at Fika Bakery and Cafe as well. Yeah, we're all going for the first. Yeah. <laughs> it's perfect. So Fika is kind of a, it's a small venue. It, it's more intimate. Is that something that you guys are excited about? Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's really nice when it is that small because obviously not that many people have to come as well. <laughs> to, to fill be, it up. To fill it up. <laughs> but also that it's it's really nice to be able to actually talk to your audience more uh, one-on-one as well. Like, mm-hmm. It's a really cool experience, I think. Yeah, and it's it's nice when it's like a smaller room because it's easier to, yeah, but have that connection and getting people to maybe clap or sing along or... They don't feel as awkward either. No. <laughs> <laughs> if it's like a giant space that's empty. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, tell me, tell me a little bit about the the music that you guys play. We talked a little bit about the Swedish American organic pop, but how yes. how would you describe the the sound of the band? Yeah, so especially on like Sunday and a lot of the shows that we do is just the two of us. Uh, so I would say it's very acoustic. It's kind of laid back, but at the same time, we like to bring a lot of energy to our shows. Yeah, but in terms of like what we've recorded and in terms of where we're heading with our music too, like. We love to do acoustic shows, but we really have like a full band sound as well. And so we call it organic pop because we've only used real instruments on all of our recordings. Yeah. So we let, we wanted to take it back to the basics and do some make some music that was really timeless and I think pretty easy for people to like. <laughs> you know, you can't offend too many people with like a guitar. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I uh, I checked out some of your music before before the phone call today, uh, and I, I really liked everything that I heard. I was checking out your oh, YouTube you. channel and all That's that awesome. kind of stuff. <laughs> um, you guys are on Spotify and YouTube and Facebook and all of that kind of stuff. So if people want to get a sneak preview of your sound before they come in, uh, you, you've got a bunch of stuff up on there. Um, and yeah, it, like you said, it's 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 getting back to that thing that I feel like pop music has gotten so far away from. In that, like, you can listen to anything in top. And then top 40 hits nowadays and not hear a single instrument, which is kind of bizarre when you think about music. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. We're very inspired by like Cerberus. Ben Platt put out a fantastic new album. More like Sam towards Smith. Yeah. Type, some more pop artists, Adele like that. Yeah. Like they're like Adele or Sam Smith or. Yeah, very people, like vocal yeah. focused, very lyric focused. And yeah. Just kind yeah. of timeless. <laughs> so that's that's where the the sound is inspired from. But uh, how do you guys you know pull your songs together? What inspires you when it comes to songwriting? Um, kind of everything. I, yeah. I think it's just like situations. It's um, perspective. Um, conversations things, that we have. Conversations. Yeah. There's been for the album itself. There was a lot of. Um, I mean, being a musician obviously isn't like the most easy thing (laughs) to do. And so a lot of it is like uh, about being a musician. Yeah, and being in a relationship. I mean, obviously we write from our own experiences. Yeah, and then uh, we actually both kind of have struggled with like different, um, just different mental health issues. Mental health issues. So so. that's that's one of the things that we're really passionate about. So like, like... times of being sad or like anxiety or anxiousness, some of those things kind of talking about that in our music, like uh, dust covered eyes is a song that's about kind of social anxiety and um, yeah. Or close your eyes is more about like sadness, kind of depressive feelings. Mm -hmm. And um, I think 
yeah, just just life. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We were inspired by life, and yeah. John usually starts the songwriting process. Yeah. And then I help him like finish it up and uh, I usually change the melody and I usually <laughs> change the key. So it fits my voice a little bit better. And yeah, um, yeah I think together we're a really good team. Now, yeah. do you, uh, Amelie, do you do any of the writing? Yeah. As I said, like I usually finish, help him finish stuff. So like he might write the first verse and chorus. And so I might write the second verse and maybe help him with a bridge. And then, as I said, like I usually do most of the melody work as well. I'm much more of a big picture person yeah. <laughs> so I might have an idea but I might not know what it's actually about until like I talk with Amelie and until we actually write a second verse or yeah. like finish it up and really um I'm better with details yeah. so I'll be like hey John who, who are you referring to here and do you know that you're using like a different <laughs> type of grammar here than you are here and yeah. just like <laughs> I just like clean it up and make sure that it like gets done <laughs> Right, so you guys are working collaboratively from start to finish, and and how does that uh, how does that um, partnership work with you guys? I mean, uh, it, it it's one thing to be in a band together, but you know, to be also married to each other and living life together <laughs> and doing all of that kind of stuff is is you know making it the family band. Is that is that something that uh, enhances the experience for you guys? So like, I think it took a while for us to really get to a point where we're very comfortable with each other in both, in both <laughs> like, settings. Yeah. Cause I mean, we're with each other 24 seven and if you're not best friends, it's going to be really, really hard. <laughs> and so like, we always put our relationship first and, but we've had to work on like being able to work together and finding that balance and knowing, okay, now it's kind of work time and now it's not work time. And it's something that's still like, that we're still working on, I would say. Yeah. But it's definitely also something that I think like, I wouldn't want it any other way. Like I really wouldn't want to be in the music industry without being able to be with my significant other. Like I think it would be really lonely to yeah. be on the road or to do the long hours that it takes to be in the music industry without yeah. being able to be with the person that you want to be with as well. Yeah, we're so, so lucky that we can do this together. Awesome. Yeah. You guys have such a cool story. This has been this has been fantastic to hear. <laughs> Thanks. So you guys, again, you're going to be here on Sunday of this week at Fika Bakery and Cafe in Fish Creek, uh, but you're coming up again in August, correct? Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, what are the dates for those shows? You're putting us on the spot right here. Uh, yeah, so Sunday, it's at 6.30. Yes? Yep. Okay. And when is the other ones? John, you're the booker. Okay, here, wait, wait, I found it. Uh, it's August 25th. Same time. Awesome. Great. And that'll yeah. also be at Fika? Yes, we'll be at Fika. Cool. Uh, anything else before we uh, wrap up today about you guys? Is there anything else that you want to talk about or where people can find you or that kind of thing? Yeah, just listen to the album. <laughs> We're really, really proud of it. Uh, it's called We Are More, and it's on all platforms. And uh, we're still completely independent, so if people want to help spread the word about us, that would be incredibly helpful. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, and give us a follow on Instagram or Facebook to see what we're up to. Yeah. Cool. Thank you guys so much for calling into the podcast. This was this was a really cool experience to get to chat with you guys. And, uh, <laughs> well, we had a great time too, so thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, I can't wait to see you guys and hear you play on Sunday. Yeah, same. <laughs> see you then. See you there. 
For more Door County news, interviews, and exclusive content, check us out at DoorCountyPulse.com or pick up this week's issue of the Peninsula Pulse available every Friday. Don't forget to subscribe to the Door County Pulse podcast to get new episodes delivered straight to your device twice a week. Thank you for listening to the Door County Pulse podcast. Thank you.